That was it. Love Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Beloved, don't you just feel good? Don't you just feel good? The Bible is right. Don't you just feel good? Oh, my goodness. In him we live and move and have our being, and we delight in him because he is so wonderful. You know, don't you just want to uh, scream and holler? And, you know, the, it says, oh, taste and see. It's in the word, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And when you taste, oh, my goodness, how? You could just holler and scream. Glory to God. Well, beloved, we're that, we're in Proverbs, the 21st chapter, the 8th verse, and it is our privilege, honor to uh, be able to handle the word of God tonight, to be in God's word, to have the word, to be free to read the word or, or uh, the tablet or the phone, however you have it stored. Glory to God. Bless you for that. Glory to God. We're in Proverbs 21.8. Proverbs 21.8. You know, oh, and we're in the uh, we're reading out of the Protestant Bible, the King James Version. Why do I say Protestant Bible? Because people, people in Christendom are moving back to other Bibles. They're picking up up the Catholic Bibles, and they're even including the sixty-six books plus the six books. Supposedly, that are supposed to, they call them the lost books of the Bible. They were never included in the Bible in the first place. But people are coming out of all some strange places. Anyway, we're reading the Protestant Bible, the King James Version, Proverbs 21.8. And, beloved, when you first read this, you don't quite get it. You don't quite get it. But we're going to get into it. We're going to see what this is saying. In the King James Version 21.8 says, The way of man is forward and strange, but as for the pure, his work is right. Uh, what does that mean? Hmm. Okay, we go to the Tanakh. What's the Tanakh? We're blessed to have the Jewish Bible. Amen? Amongst the many uh, things that we can own, we can own different versions. Amen? And one of the, the Bibles we can pick up is the Jewish Bible called the Tanakh. And for uh, Proverbs 21.8, it says, The way of a man may be torturous and strange, though his actions are blameless and proper. Oh, my goodness. That even sounds a little hard to understand. Huh? Glory to God. Ain't it wonderful? Now. 
it, now we're going to read another version of Proverbs 21.8 in the Positive Thinking Bible, and it's going to sound like we're talking about something entirely different. Listen to this, 21.8, the Positive Thinking Bible. All crooks are liars, but anyone who is innocent will do right. Does that sound like King James 21.8? Seems like we're going in a different direction, doesn't it? But we're not. We're not. All positive thinking Bible, quote, all crooks are liars, but anyone who is innocent will do right, unquote. Okay, okay, let's keep going. The Today's Living Bible, let's see what it says. Proverbs 21.8 in the Today's Living Bible, quote, a man is known by his actions. Now, right there, beloved, if you're a person who enjoys wisdom and meditating and wise things, that right there you could meditate on for an hour or two, just that first clause. A man is known by his actions. An evil man lives an evil life, and a good man lives a godly life, unquote. Let me read that again. The Today's Living Bible, quote, a man is known by his actions. An evil man lives an evil life. A good man lives a godly life. Amen. But where I really started to, to understand this verse, because when, you, when I first read it in the King James, I read it, but I wasn't getting understanding. Amen. But I, I started in the John Nelson's Darby New Translation, and this is what it says. Quote, very crooked is the way of a guilty man. But as for the pure, his work is upright, unquote. Okay, so I looked in the Believer's Bible commentary, and this is what it said. Quote, guilt causes a man to lie, to hide, to masquerade, to fear, and to act deceitfully. The man who has confessed and forsaken his sins has nothing to hide. He can walk in the light. So I saw that Darby's new translation talked about guilt, and this talked about guilt. Amen? Glory to God. And so, beloved, I zeroed in on guilt. I zeroed in on guilt. And when I think of guilt, Adam immediately comes to my mind. For he hid from God. He masqueraded. He got in fear, and he shifted blame. Amen? All because of guilt. Now, we want to look at some sources of guilt. We know about guilt. In our lifetimes, at one time or another, we felt guilt. Amen? Glory to God. How do, you, how do you know that, Pastor? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Guilt can make you feel, uh, sin can make you feel guilty. Amen? Glory to God. Let's look at some of the sources of guilt. This is some of the sources of guilt. Not all of them, but just some. Guilt comes from giving in to temptation. Oh, I knew I should have, I, I knew I should have held out. I, I knew I should have held out, my goodness, but at the last moment, I, I just I just got weak and gave in. I shouldn't have did that. 
Guilt can come from giving in to temptation. When Adam and Eve, at the, uh, when they ate the forbidden fruit, they immediately felt guilty and hid themselves. Amen? And guilt will make people hide themselves. Now, you know what's an interesting thing? Because people hide themselves behind a whole lot of things. They hide themselves behind work. I got to work all the time. I got to work all. Why you got to work all the time? Oh, man, I just got to work all the time. I got bills. Yeah, you got bills. Everybody got bills. Why you work uh, uh, 23 out of 24 hours a day? I got to work. I just got to work. No, you don't want to go home. There's something happening at home or there's something that you're into or that you're doing that you're trying to escape. Amen? Glory to God. When Adam and Eve did wrong, they hid themselves. Folks hide behind laughter. All kind of ways folks hide are trying to hide. Amen? Glory to God. But guilt will make you hide. Glory to God. Guilt also comes from involving others in our sin. You know, after Eve ate, she gave to her husband. He was right there. It wasn't that he was someplace else, and she ran with the fruit and, and found him and gave it to him. Nope. He was right there when she reached out. But nonetheless, she gave to him. And can you imagine, beloved, what she must have felt after she ate and gave to him, and it says their eyes were open. She must have said, both of them must have said, wow, what have we done? They knew that there was a change. Immediately there was a change. And they realized we have pressed some button, some switch. We have done something, and we don't know how to make it undo. We done did something, and we don't know how to, how to turn it back how to make it right. We don't know what to do with it. Amen? Glory to God. Can you imagine how she must have felt? And I bet you with the enemy, you know the enemy, he came to her thought life, look what you did now. Look what you did now. It's all your fault. You reached, you took the fruit, and, and, and it's bad enough that you fell down to temptation and ate it. But you're so awful, you turned around and gave it to your loving husband. You took you down, you took him down. Oh, my gosh. Imagine God is going to get you. God is going to tear you up. Amen? The enemy will come to your thought life. Imagine what she must have felt and what she must have battled with. Because you know the serpent was right there. But the devil was in that serpent, speaking through that serpent. So the enemy was right there. He was right there. And he probably tore up her thought life. And she felt guilty, 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 guilty. You know, a lot of times parents feel guilty because they feel, if I'd have only done better with my children, maybe they wouldn't have gone out and got on dope. If I'd have only taken them to church more, or if I'd have prayed with them at night before they went to bed, maybe if I read the scriptures with them, maybe if we'd have been more fervent and and had um, 
and had home fellowship and had times together as a family. Maybe if I'd have done this, maybe if I'd have done that, my children would have turned out better. Amen? And guilt can come. Amen? Glory to God. Thank God that's not you. But there's people who feel they wish that they'd have done better with their children. If I'd have only done this, if I'd have only done that. And, you know, sometimes on television when you're watching families that have self-destructed, they talk about everything. They talk about how the child has struggled with this. Now he's come back home from the streets and he struggled. And the thing can go on a whole hour and nobody ever talks about God. And, you know, they never took the, they, when the person was growing up, they never took him to church. They let him have his way, stay in his room and play computer games. I let him, I gave him everything because I wanted them to have what we never had. So I made sure they had everything. But they just went out and something happened. They just went wrong. If I'd have only taken them to church or if I'd have only did this, and guilt can come in. Amen? Sin can make you feel guilty. Yeah. After they ate, after Adam and Eve ate of forbidden fruit, They became afraid of God, their friend, their creator, the one who they had walked with in the evening. Every evening, they could ask God any question, and he would answer, God, what about so-and-so? What are them clouds up there? What's so-and-so and so-and-so? And And no matter what questions they had, God could answer the questions for them. They had sweet fellowship with them. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, out of the blue. Now they're afraid of God, their best friend, the one who they depended on. Now they're afraid of him. Amen? Why? Because sin can make you feel guilty. It can make you feel guilty. After they ate, they came. They became afraid of God, and they even tried to hide from God. They tried to hide from the one who know who can count the hairs on your head. He knows every cell in your body. He knows everything about he knew you before you were in your mother's womb. And they 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 felt so much guilt that they were compelled to try to hide from him. They must have felt uh can you imagine the fear that they must have felt as God at God's approach when he was approaching them. And they they heard his footsteps coming. Bam, 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 bam. They probably said, oh, gee, oh, oh, what are we going to do? I'm up against a commercial. I'll be right back. Stay right there. I'm up against a commercial. Hold on now. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. 
If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two dot com. Beloved, we're talking about we're talking about Proverbs twenty one eight, and we're down. We're talking about guilt, and that sin can make you feel guilty. That's one of the things that can make you feel guilty. And we were talking about the fact that when Adam and Eve, and Adam and Eve sinned, that they tried to hide themselves. Now imagine trying to hide yourself from God. How are you going to hide from God? There's no place you can go in all the universes and galaxies where you can hide from God. And you know, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing. But also, we find in the Bible that fear comes by hearing also. Fear comes by hearing. Where you see that, Pastor? Don't you remember when all of Israel heard Goliath when he challenged all of Israel? And he said, send out a man to me. Send a man out. And the Bible says that all Israel were greatly, it didn't say they were afraid. It said they were greatly afraid. Why? Because of what they heard. They heard this champion, Goliath of Gath. Amen. Glory to God. And they were afraid. They heard his words, and they were greatly afraid. So we find out in the Bible that that faith comes by hearing, but we also find out in the Bible that fear comes by hearing. And so if they had fear, Adam and Eve had fear, they must have heard something. Now, what did they hear? In Proverbs, it says that a whisperer separated chief friends. So a whisperer. Now, who was whispering to her? In the first place, the the uh, the, the demon was uh, whispering to her to eat the fruit. But then after she ate the fruit, he was condemning her in her mind. God's going to get you. You done messed up. Look what you're getting now. Whoa, wait till he comes. And you can't hide from him. And he can see what you did. If you can see yourself naked. Don't you think he see yourself naked? You better hide. He's going to get you. Amen? And like we said before the commercial, could you imagine the terror that they must have felt at God's approach? Because the Bible says in the evening he would walk in the garden. Boom, boom, his footsteps coming toward him. Boom, boom, boom. And they're trying to hide. Amen? Glory to God. They must have been terrorized. Glory to God. Guilt can also come from not doing what God expects, amen, from not doing what God expects. In other words, not living up to what we know is right and not living up to know is, is right, living up to what we know to be right can cause us to feel guilty, and that guilt never really goes away. We just repress it, amen? When we know we're not doing the right thing, we've given in to the flesh, amen? The flesh has gotten dominion over us in some area, and we know it's not right, but we can't stop, amen? Glory to God. Guilt is in the back of our mind, glory to God. And so we repress it, but the world drowns guilt in alcohol, Drugs and laughter and partying. 
They try to drown the guilt, amen? But it's right there. When you don't live up to what God expects, oh, my goodness. But now when you're ignorant of what he expects, it's a little easier because you don't know. But once he's made it clear to you what he would like you to do, and you know that you know that you know that you ain't doing it, woo, guilt will set in. Amen? Glory to God. And you can repress it, but it's always in the back of your mind. If you are a child of God, you are built to obey him. You enjoy uh, obeying him. When you obey him, you feel nothing but joy and, and happiness. And, and boy, do you feel good. You can feel the joy bells. Amen? But when you know you're not right and you're not doing right, oh, boy, you ain't so happy. Amen? Glory to God. When everybody else is, you don't feel that way. Amen? So let's get into some of the solutions for guilt, glory to God, in the the next nine minutes. Beloved, the solution to guilt is Jesus Christ. The solutions to guilt is Jesus Christ. For in Romans, the third chapter, the twenty-fourth, the twenty-first verse, it says in Romans three twenty-one. But now the righteousness I'm quoting from the Protestant King James version. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ or faith in Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference. Amen. Glory to God. So the righteousness of God without the works of the law is by faith in Jesus Christ, the Bible says. And then the 23rd verse here says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Hot dog. We are justified freely. When you believe in Jesus Christ, God is your justifier. Amen? And we are justified freely, the Bible says, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has sent forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. That big word, propitiation, means final and total payment. Glory to God. You got to believe, glory to God. If you want to be free, you got to believe that Jesus' blood was is enough with God, amen, that God doesn't require anything else, glory to God. The full payment has been made. The full payment for sin, God required something that, that was not in the whole universe, all his creation, and that was sinless blood because all had sinned and come short of the glory of God. But God sent forth of his son, amen, to make a long story short, to die on the cross and shed that sinless blood. And the Bible says that Jesus, through his sacrifice of his blood, glory to God, that that sinless blood, the blood of God's son, was enough. It was a propitiation. It was the full and final payment that God requires nothing more than that, glory to God, in terms of a sacrifice. In terms of a sacrifice for sin, God God requires no more than that precious, powerful, sinless blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 25, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood. Faith in his blood. 
Amen. Glory to God. The Bible says that we are redeemed by his blood. Amen. God could buy us back. God could get us back through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. To declare his righteousness for the remission of sins, forgiveness of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Glory to God. To declare, I say this time, his righteousness, that he might be just. And the justifier of him which believes in Jesus. God is the justifier of them that believe in Christ Jesus. Amen. In Christ we are justified. Glory to God. By faith and not by the works of the law. For Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, By grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. How are you saved? For by grace are ye saved through faith. And God gives you that measure of faith to believe the gospel. And that's not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. Salvation is a gift from God. The measure of faith to believe the gospel is a gift from God, not of works lest any man should boast. Why didn't God why didn't God have a plan of salvation? We're we're talking about salvation now. We're not talking about your Christian walk. We're talking about strictly salvation. Why didn't God give a plan of salvation by works where men could do so and so and so and so and so and so and then they would be justified in his sight? Because he knew that some men would come up short and be lost. And so to make it available to all men, amen, he had Christ to die in your place, to die for sins that you might be redeemed. And now all you got to do is believe, glory to God, that Jesus died in your place, died for your sins, and that that's enough for God. And because of that, when you believe on the Lord Jesus and you ask God to save you from your sins, to save you, glory to God, that glory to God, you're saved based on the word of God. Because the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so we call upon Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. And because we call upon Jesus, grace is extended to us and we are saved. Glory to God. And then look at Titus 3, 5. Titus 3, 5 says, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, But according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. But according to his mercy, he saved us. Glory to God. Ain't you glad? Ain't you glad? You don't have to uh, uh, sacrifice a lamb in the morning and a lamb at night. You don't have to do heave offerings the way they had to do. You didn't have to do all kinds of stuff that the law required them to do. Amen. Glory to God. But because we're in Christ Jesus, Christ has made you free. Amen. Glory to God. Ain't you glad about it? Glory to God. So guilt can be removed by Christ, through Christ. Amen. Glory to God. We are declared not guilty. We are declared not guilty because of Jesus. When God forgives us because of the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross, glory to God. God forgives your sins. And wipes your record clean. Your record is clean, glory to God. In 1 John 
one uh, uh, yeah one seven it says that that the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin cleanses us from all sin. Now some people say yeah, Pastor, but um, he uh, he cleansed me from all sin or past when I got saved. But now what about future sins? Read the verse. The verse says that the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. Is present sin sin? Yes. Is future sins sin? Yes. The verse says that he cleanses us from all sins. Amen? Glory to God. Ain't you glad about it? Glory to God. Ain't you glad about it? Glory to God. Christ frees us from sin. He sees us, frees us from guilt. He, he frees us from condemnation. Romans 8, 1 says, right now, there is no condemnation to them which belongs to Christ. I didn't quote it. I just, I just tell you what Romans 8, 1 is saying. Glory to God. It says that now there's no condemnation to us that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. God forgives you, and God makes you free, glory to God. In Christ, glory to God, if Christ has made you free, you are free indeed, glory to God. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free, and be um, not entangled again in the yoke of bondage, glory to God. Don't walk and don't let the enemy uh, 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 cause you to walk in condemnation. Amen. And I do believe this is a word for somebody. Glory to God. Be free of guilt. Amen. Be free of guilt. For there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. If you're a child of God, the Bible says there's right now, there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Confess your sins and let the precious blood of Jesus cleanse that thing so that you can be free from guilt condemnation and you can be free 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 and walk down the skip down the street when others are walking down heavy footed you'll be skip 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 skipping down the street full of joy full of happiness glory to god looking at the beautiful blue sky glory to god i'm over time the bible has the answers i love you see you next week glory to god be free of guilt bye-bye I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m. Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m. and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.